0: every day in lessons because it gives our golfers the necessary feedback for improvement the live view pro is like having a swing studio in your pocket it's a tool we recommend to anyone serious about improving their swing check it out at liveviewsports.com backslash amg to get forty dollars off at checkout i think sean in an ideal world we would get to play golf every day <laughs> Right, be great. <laughs> it would be pretty nice, and some of you out there do. Some of you would want to do it more often. Uh, we get the chance this time of year, especially once the once the time has changed and we're in the the longer days, to after work go out and play nine holes. And we kind of had a nice little run there where we were getting to do that a lot. And then we had to go down do some schools, and we missed about about two weeks worth of being able to swing a club. And we came back yesterday and kind of uh, <laughs> tried to get back into it. And it wasn't the same.
1: Now, you know, we were playing a lot, like you said, and we got it into a pretty good groove. I was actually hitting balls at the warehouse, looking at my swing, maybe even just 20 minutes during the day, and then we would play it later yeah. in the day. And we um, and both hit it pretty good. Yeah, we got both got to hitting it pretty good. And, you know, one of those stretches where you felt like you weren't going to shoot over par as long as you didn't do anything crazy. Cause you were dry, we were both driving it good, and, and, and um, putting and chipping, you know, it gets better the more you play. So, but yesterday we went out, both kind of <laughs> sprayed it, you know, dropped a couple balls here and there. And the, and the one thing that's changed over the years for me is, I, you know, I don't let it affect me anymore at, at all, really. I just take it for what it's worth. I had a little bit of a layoff, um, and I'm not playing that good. But I know we're going to play today, and then um, I'll, I'll work on it. And then within a few days, you know, I'll, I'll probably get my game back. But I think the – The theme behind this podcast, we see so many people, you know, they come back from a layoff and they expect everything to be right where it was when they left off and they're throwing clubs and getting upset. And there's really no need for it because it's – I've heard you say it. Golf is like a perishable skill.
0: Yeah, so uh, to kind of drill down on what you're talking about, when you're playing a lot, you take a lot for granted, right? You have these consistent feels and you have these consistent kind of thoughts when you're over the ball. And you take that off, and definitely one of the most perishable skills in golf is the setup, You know, including alignment, You know, where ball position, those sorts of things. And we were hitting a few balls before we went out and played yesterday. We both made the comment, like, these don't even feel like my clubs. I don't feel like I'm standing the right distance from the ball. Everything felt off about before the club even moved.
1: Nothing felt right.
0: And the good thing about a golf swing, especially if you've built a golf swing that, that functions fairly well, is the swing, it's hard to change. And then that can be good and bad, right? If you have it where you want it, it takes a while to degrade. And if Mm -hmm. you don't have it where you want it, sometimes it takes a long time to get where you want it. But the swing just doesn't change that much from day to day. But what does change or can change from day to day is how you set up your ball position. And those things can greatly affect how your swing feels and where the ball ultimately goes. And we were feeling that (laughs) on full tilt yesterday.
1: And I can almost guarantee I know what I was doing, but it's hard to feel when I don't have the, feedback of take i usually will take a look if i'm playing a lot i try to get a look at my swing about every day either whether it's my phone on the range just maybe one quick look before i go out or at the warehouse i'll take a couple of looks and then i get in a groove of okay i know what my setup feels like when i have the right amount of knee flex because my thing is i was taught to really bend my knees when i was a kid and yep. sit back on my heels same here yep. and i tend to start getting too squatty my butt gets too far behind my heels then i make a flat kind of hip turn and um, I, I know without even looking at it what I'm doing, but it's so hard when you don't have that consistent feedback. And after a layoff, you come back and you're usually going to creep back into your old habits.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So I, I can have a feeling if I go look at my swing today at the warehouse, too much knee flex.
0: Yeah. And we're both feeling like we're both hitting it off the toe, especially with the driver. And you're like, yeah, I just feel so far away from it. But standing closer, didn't feel any good. Like you just, you lose those feels and made a, made a comment after one shot, it's like, over the ball and I'm not sure what (laughs) I lost the feels that I was using to play so good and you use those, you use the video to calibrate what you feel, right? So you can say I feel I'm so close to the ball and then you see it on video and he goes oh that looks like every other good player I've ever seen or I feel like my shoulders are way closed or way open then you see it on video and go no that looks pretty good so you, you can start to calibrate those feels without that, especially without touching a club for a while you lose all that and your feels can kind of run rampant, and then those things can start to change how your actually movement of the swing feels, and then it becomes you know that snowball in the wrong direction, and you know doing schools now all year long, we see this every time in schools where players will show up and they'll you know a real common story is, man I hit the ball so good two weeks ago and then I came back the next Saturday and it was it was all gone I just lost it well you don't lose your swing in a week, right you you lose. You know, maybe you just – you pulled it just enough that first weekend to make up for the alignment, and then the next weekend your compensations weren't as good. And we see setup issues every single golf school. And they don't feel great to change because they change where you're moving.
1: Yeah, I mean, my thing at the golf schools is, you know, I always take a look real quick in the bag and see if they have any alignment sticks. And I'm I'm still surprised at how many people come through with no alignment sticks. The majority. Uh, yeah, just, you know – when you're hitting balls on the range, put a stick down so you know where you're going. It's funny. We've said this before. You know, if you go to a tour range, all you see is a aids. You see sticks on the ground, ropes laid out. Monday and Tuesday it's like a training aid convention. Yeah, it yeah. is. And, um, you know, they're out there working on the, the basics, really. And even before you go tee off for the day, just take 30 seconds and shoot a quick video face on down the line to make sure your setup in a ball position is right. It's not like you're going to make a bunch of swing changes before you right before you go tee off. But it is valuable to have your buddy or whoever you're playing with or yourself take a couple videos real quick just to make sure it looks normal. I don't trust your buddy for that.
0: <laughs> we get buddy videos all the time. The camera is never in the right place. It's always moving around. Yeah. Like, in, if you're serious about your golf game, invest in a $12, $15 tripod. Just keep it in your golf bag. Adds very little weight if you walk and just so you can plop it down and get a consistent view of your swing cuz you don't want the view of your swing changing if your feels are changing so it kind of compounds the issue but yeah that that's certainly the idea.
1: And the other part of it is I think um, even if you're even if you're playing a lot like if you go through a stint where you're playing in the wind all of a sudden the ball starts creeping back and then all of a sudden yeah. that swing starts to get a little bit club face, a little more shut because you're trying to keep the ball down. And then now all of a sudden you've got a, a different set of problems. It wasn't because you were, weren't were playing a lot. It's just because you were playing in different conditions. And again, go back, take a look at your grip, posture, setup, alignment, make sure it's where it's supposed to be. And then normally the swing stuff will start to work itself out a little bit.
0: Yeah. We, we say it all the time, you know, Let's say Adam Scott, which he hasn't signed up yet. Let's say Adam Scott signs up for our next golf school. Yeah, I think he he emailed us. Did he email us? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Let's say he comes to our next golf school. And I would imagine he'll have some alignment sticks in his bag. But let's say he doesn't. And let's say he starts aligning like we see so many golfers do. Which for most right-handers is way out to the right. Yeah. If he wants to hit the target... He's going to have to change his swing. He's going to have to start coming over and pulling the ball back to have a chance to hit it online. And all of a sudden it's not Adam Scott. All of a sudden it won't look like Adam Scott's swing from down the range. And it's like you can build a golf swing in the right movements, especially if you train indoors, which is a great way to train. But if you don't work on those perishable skills of alignment and orienting yourself, the correct ball position, and all those things, You know, it's one of the most common comments that we hear nowadays. It used to be, I can't take my swing from the range to the course. You know, with the lockdown and everything, more people practicing indoors. It's like, I can't take my inside swing to outside. Well, Hmm. you don't
1: practice those same skills outside or that you do
0: inside. Yeah, that's
1: right. You got a nice square. and Part of it is you got a nice square room.
0: Absolutely. The mat you're hitting on is usually square. Yeah. So you got those, all those alignment cues that it's easy to line up straight inside and you can develop it. So it's not that your swing has changed. You're still making the same swing movements. Now all of a sudden, you know, if you're shooting a gun and you're you're aimed at the target in the range and then you go outside in the woods and you're you're aiming, you know, 50 feet some cases right of the target, you're not going to hit very many things. Exactly. At least not the things you're
1: trying to hit. And, and this kind of brings it back around. It's like if you hit a – even if you're playing a lot and you start in the middle of a round just hitting the ball terribly. Mm-hmm don't automatically start messing with your golf swing. <laughs> That's right. You know, it, it's, it's probably something that you're doing unconsciously in your your setup or you've got your alignment a little bit skewed or you got too much knee bend in my case or your, or your uh, grip has changed just a little bit. You, you need some kind of way in, in, as part of your pre-shot routine even to make sure your hands are on there the same way every time instead of just grabbing the club in any old way. Mm. I've I've got a way I put my right index finger on the side of the grip, and I know if it if when I point it down the grip if it's on the side I know my hand's in a good spot. I have a tendency to when I stick my finger out for the the uh, finger to be on top of the grip that means my right hand's too weak and I play terrible like that. So that's my check for my grip. Then my posture I just try to have just a little bit of knee bend. If I do those things I'm generally gonna hit. I don't you're not gonna hit perfect shots but generally I'm gonna hit a shot that's at least out in front of me in play where I can go find it. And, and do it again,
0: yeah, you, you made a great point there. It's like you know do the things that you do inside as far as the swing goes and and you're gonna by and large do that, but then when you get outside, you need to have those little cues that okay, my ball position's gonna be in the right spot i I'm, I'm putting this foot down first and then stepping away from it with my trail foot so I know my ball position's in the same spot things that you don't always do indoors so so try to adopt the same habits. In both locations. You know, put alignment sticks down indoors. You do that all the time. Uh, Even though you've got the mat and the walls, put the alignment sticks down. Get used to seeing them. So you start to transfer those same skills over, and, you know, you'll find out real quick if it's a swing issue or if it's a setup issue. You won't need your buddies who are trying to beat you to tell you, "Not man, it looks great. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep doing what you're
1: doing. Exactly. (laughs) I don't do this as much anymore, but years ago when I was trying to play a lot more and – thought you know might have wanted to play for a living i would put i would play practice rounds or just rounds with myself you know working on things i would put sticks on the ground on the course mm-hmm. i would just lay a stick down it's like all right, i'm going to eliminate one thing today i'm going to make sure i'm lined up and, and i did i usually do that kind of pre-season to get my eye calibrated and then a couple of weeks in i would get rid of the alignment stick and i was pretty good to go but i remember thinking to myself you know that that helped me back then because I didn't have to wonder for those first few weeks when I was getting back into season again, if I was aligned correctly. And I, it, I think it stuck with me now. Cause I, you probably saw me yesterday. I set a club down. I, I lined up and set a club down across my, my feet. And I was pretty happy with it because years ago I would have been aiming 30 yards. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, th- that kind of stuff goes a long ways.
0: One of the, the best practicers that I've worked with out on tour, when he would come back from, um, uh, you know, a week off, and he wasn't playing tournaments in a row, and it would be the first start of a of a few in a row. When we were out in the practice rounds, for the first five, six, seven holes, whatever he felt he needed, you know, he, would, he would warm up with alignment sticks and, and do all that like you see so many of the guys do. And then on the golf course, he would set up to the ball and get ready to pull the trigger, take the club back, and then he would lay the club. He was holding the swing. He would lay it across the back of his heels. Yep. Every single time. Wow. And, and and that that's a good point is he laid, would lay it across his heels, yep. not across his toes. Because, you know, when you flare your feet, that can be skewed. So he laid it across his heels, uh, heels, check it. And he mostly did it off the tee because you know how important getting off the tee is, whether mm-hmm. it's par three, par five, par four, and check it. And usually for the first hole or two, it would be off. And then he would just make, he wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't like, you know, anything about it. We just make a middle known of it, and then buy holes three or four. You'd have it dialed in. The next day, we played a practice round. he wouldn't have to adjust it at all. So again, it's a, a player on that level who's hit that many balls over his career and and hit that many balls with alignment sticks down. Still, would have to make the adjustment on the course until he got back into calibration.
1: It's um yeah. You almost have to calibrate your eyes. It's a good idea, probably to do it. I mean. Before you tee off, if you're hitting ball, just take a quick second, line up to three different targets, and before you hit each ball, lay the club across your heels. Yeah. Just to see if your eye is calibrated that day.
0: It's such an eye calibration. You're exactly right. It's your yeah. perception of where everything is.
1: And to go along with that, you know, like Mike said, we see a lot of people coming through these golf schools, you know, and always the, the better the player, the more meticulous they are with their setup. I mean, you can almost – go down the range before anybody hits balls. You can see the ones that are putting their hands on there. They're paying attention to how they're putting their hands on the club. They're paying attention to how their feet are aligned in their body and their hips. They're paying attention to ball position. And those are the players that you can almost pick them out of a crowd that they're, they're better players and the, the, the higher handicappers, don't really have a setup routine. They just kind of grab the club. They might have the same grip, whether it be interlocking, but their hands aren't angled the same way every time. They might have more knee bend in the next from shot to shot. They're aligned in a different place every time, and they're wondering why they aren't consistent. Well, you're not consistent because your setup isn't consistent. So no matter how, like you said about Adam Scott, no matter how good your swing is, if you make a different setup every time, you're getting a different shot every time.
0: I mean, we know guys at the club. I know guys over there for – Twenty-five years, who play golf several times a week, and they have never worked on their alignment ever. And you know, when we're out there warming up, sometimes it'll get you know, like like everybody's game, you you comes and goes, right? But sometimes it'll get so bad, and they just you know, hey, take a look at this real quick. Tell me if I'm coming over the top. Like, like, yeah, bro, you are, like, Bob. <laughs> you have to come over the top to have a chance at hitting it to the target. So he'll, or whatever. And then he'll aim at the target and then still come over the top, like the very next ball, because that's what he's done for the last eight years. Hundred percent. And then it'll go left and he goes, "Yeah, that doesn't work. I'm, you know, and they just bail on it. Like it's a, it's not a uh, magic wand. It's a calibration. Yeah. Right. And you just have to do it till you get used to calibrating to where that target is again. But it's certainly like you say it all the time, that juice is worth the squeeze. If you want to transfer your practice to your play.
1: Yeah. And, to bring it all back around. It's like if you – everyone's starting to play a lot of golf again because the weather's breaking. Mm -hmm. Like I'm headed up to Maine because the weather's getting so nice and we're playing up there. Don't get frustrated the first couple weeks. Just go out, try to get your bearings, work on your setup a little bit. If you're not really working on your swing right now, which is fine, it's in season, um, just make sure your basics are, are in a good spot. I know every year before Jack Nicklaus went out and played the tour, it was different back then. The teachers didn't travel with him. Right. He would go to Jack Grout, his teacher, and say, treat me like a beginner. Put my hands on the club, yeah, but up. that really didn't work out for Jack. Yeah, he's right. I shouldn't use him <laughs> as an <his> example.
0: <laughs> Do we have any guys at the club we can use in his example?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and there was always a Golf Digest article, I, I remember it. It was uh, it was pre season primer, was the cover, and it was yep. it was Nicholas yep. on the front talking about Jack Grout. I think Jim Flick was with him, but he, he was talking in the article about how Jack Grout he, he just said, Hey, man, put my hands on the club the way you want them, tell me where my feet need to go. And you know, literally treat me like a brand new golfer. And they did that every single year uh, as long as J- Grout was still alive. Yeah.
0: So many skills in golf are, are perishable, right? It's a, a word and kind of a phrase we took from the military. Uh, you just have to stay on top of them. I mean, you don't, there's nothing in the golf swing you basically learn one day and you can forget it the rest of your life, especially these mm-hmm. playing skills. You just stay on top of them. It takes very little time to lay an alignment stick down. And, uh, the time it'll save you is actually pretty large
1: yeah if you hit a bad shot don't guess what you're going to hit a bad don't shot. don't get bent out of shape i mean you don't even <laughs> see tour players flipping out and they're the best players yeah. in the world well sometimes they do. <laughs> yeah once in a while but they just <laughs> they can flip out yeah <laughs> if, if you're you know 15 20 handicapper, cut yourself some slack to hit a couple bad shots right keep working on it get you set up where it needs to be and go from there love it